What's up there, Drake fans? How's it going? It's not the boy. However, it's your boys, Mitchell Harunian and Josh Moynian, here to talk to you about the boy, Jizzy Drake. We give our detailed opinions and talk everything Drake, from tracks to all his albums and Six God updates. I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast half as much as we enjoyed making it for y'all, because we had a ball talking about the Toronto native and his tune. In this episode, Josh and I bring on a very special guest with Deja Ortiz, the founder of the House of Drake account on Instagram. The House of Drake account has close to 20,000 followers, including one very special follower, the boy Drizzy Drake himself. In this episode, we talk about the growth to building her brand, her encounter with Drake, what Drake means to her, and obviously, some hot takes to end it. We are so honored to have Deja on. We really enjoyed meeting, getting to know her, and our conversation. Hope you guys enjoy. Thanks so much for joining us uh, and tuning in. This is episode three of the Boy Plus the Boys podcast with a special guest, Deja Ortiz, the founder of House of Drake. Thank you so much for joining us, Mitch, and I couldn't be happier. Thank to you have so you much for joining us. Yeah, no problem. I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much for um, inviting me. I'm excited. 100%. Well, we're big fans of you, and, um, you know, it means a lot that, uh, you spend some time and just and talk about the boy with us. Of course, I'm down. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, House of Drake is an awesome account. And, Thank you. Um, I'd love to, you know, um, ask some questions to you about like how how you came how you came about creating the account. How did you generated these many followers? Uh, when did you decide to do this? And more specifically, uh, Drake. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Let's do it, man. Mitch, you want to get us started? Yeah. Um, well, I've been following House of Drake for a while now. And my question to you is just how did you, when did you decide, why did you decide to start start this account? Um, and how did this all come about? Oh, man. Um, I don't really know. I, I always interacted with like other fan pages. And there was one like particular page that I interacted with like on a consistent basis and I would like send her like photos and things like that and she suggested like hey you should like you should make one and I pretty much did I started I think like early July of 2019 and then it just slowly progressed and it's become like this (laughs) big thing which I've never like ever expected but yeah it just just happened. For me so yeah i didn't really like commit to it back in 2019 it wasn't till like early 2020 that i really like indulged in like building content and things like that um it was kind of like an escape for me because my grandfather had passed from COVID, so uh, kind of having yeah no problem <laughs> thank you um so having like house of drake was kind of like for me like an escape with you know because it was just like a sudden thing and it just happened so i really indulged in like creating content posting consistently and it just it blew up and i never thought it would blow up to 
the point where the boy himself is following me, which is absolutely nuts, but yeah. Wow. Um, well, first, first of all, I want to say, um, it, it, it just, it's a testament of just how strong you are for being so open and vulnerable with us. Um, mm -hmm. and you know, um, talking about your grandfather, may he rest in peace. Um, Thank you. uh, and I'll say that, um, you know, Drake's, Drake's been not a clutch for myself. Uh, I couldn't speak on Mitch, but but Drake brings great energy. And so I'm not too surprised to hear that, you know, uh, building this channel of yours has, has brought happiness and, uh, you know, uh, and uplifted yourself, you know, throughout that troubling time. And, you know, to now build this brand of yours, closing in on 20,000 <laughs> followers is, is right. no joke. Yeah, and, I know, massive. And only growing, and only growing. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's an amazing account, and um, and I, I guess my question to you is like, when did when did Drake follow you? How did it come about? Were you like surprised? <laughs> Were you? That's what I want to know. How did you react? Because I I probably would drop. <laughs> <laughs> right. So everything starts that. Do you guys remember when that photo came out of him and that girl? It was like the black and white photo. It was like the girl, like with his arm, with her arms wrapped around them, whatnot. So that's where it starts. So it was on mm -hmm. his actual like Drake related site. I posted it like just, I just thought it was okay for me to post. Like it was on the site. I didn't think too much of it. That man was in my DMs, like not even five minutes when I posted it. It was like, you need to take this down. Like, this is a placeholder. This is not the album cover. And I wasn't even at that point, I wasn't even thinking that it was an album cover. I just thought it was a photo. So it kind of, that's where it starts. And then oh my I had, which is nuts. So. Wait, wait, sorry to cut you off. What did you say when he said that? Yeah, what did you reply? I was like, so I deleted it. And I was like, look, I don't want no problems. Like, and he was like, no, it's like, it's all love. Thanks, whatever. And then it was like, it had to be maybe a couple weeks. So I believe in the power of manifestation. So I was consistently writing down, like, because my grandfather's birthday was August 22nd. So I had written down that Drake would follow me, like, around that time or, like, a little bit before. It was, like, that type of thing. And sometimes with manifestation, you kind of have to initiate it yourself. So the thing was, is that I asked him to follow me because now, because, you know, with IG, everything is like, like, you know, I, you know, like DM requests and stuff. So you have to accept it yeah. to open it up. Right. So now that it was open and that he would be able to see whatever messages that I had, it was actually another page, shout out to my girl, Alex Archive Drake, who was like, you need to ask him to follow. Like now is the perfect opportunity. He can see it, blah, blah, blah. And it was like the night before we flew out to celebrate my grandfather's life in Illinois. And wow. I was like, I'm gonna do it. I like, I went to, like, I have a, like, a great, uh, a Drake group chat and I was like, how do I put this? Like, how do I write it? And they ended up helping me. And I ended up like, I like sent it. I clicked out of IG entirely. 
and I like fell asleep and I woke up and he he had he didn't even respond to it. He just followed me and I was like, yo, this is nuts. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, wow. it is. The, ir- the irony in that also, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's actually crazy. Yeah. Um, that's so special. Wow. Yeah, it was. Because I, I, yeah, <laughs> it was like, I wasn't really expecting him to do it. I was just like, it was just like a spur of the moment type of thing. And I was just like, I should just, yeah, I should just ask him. It was like, and it wouldn't have like bothered me either way if he didn't follow me. If he yeah. didn't, like, I was cool either way. And for him to do it, it was, like, really cool. So, yeah. Uh, he's he's too fresh. He's too fresh. How how has the uh, – how has him being a follower of your account, um, you know, helped with, you know, your brand? I'm sure it has. Um, you know, what have you, what have you noticed since, since then? I've gotten a lot of <laughs> – a lot more engagement, I would say with the things that I post. And then I'm very like particular with the things that I post now, whereas when he wasn't following me or like when I was initially starting it, I would post like kind of like sporadically. Mm -hmm. So I was very like precautious with how, with what I posted, like things that I said, because, you know, everybody knows that Drake, he's very like into the now and he's very observant of things. So I tried to just put out, push out content that I know that my followers would enjoy. And I know it would be something that he would enjoy himself. So that's kind of what I've been like doing now recently. Definitely very yep. smart. Um, yeah. Have you, have you guys had any other alter like interactions after that? Because I, I don't know about you. I drunk DM break. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm just like, yo, I'm just like, yo, like, I'm post gaming with my boys right now and I'm listening to this song and I just want to thank you for being here. <laughs> um so it's not he's not really I'm not that I'm very introverted so me like going into his stadiums is like not a not something that I would like really do um I did congratulate him on the album and I did wish him a a happy birthday but there was another thing like around the time the album was getting ready to drop remember he would the pictures of like all the billboards there was like this one billboard i can't remember i gotta i gotta look it up and it was i think it was like the chanel line and i'm like dude i was like the streets need the tea because he was putting out those remember he was doing like those pop-ups for the teas and whatnot mm-hmm. and i was like bro we need a tea for this and he just liked it and that was it I was I was so hurt because I was like, yo, that would be crazy. But Wait, yeah, but didn't they didn't they give out the t-shirts on the street <laughs> like OVO Mark and those guys went it, out and then there was like a New York and a Cal LA and like yeah, Atlanta, yeah Vegas and, and all that. Yeah. But so it wasn't was the one idea. that I wanted. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm I think still it was gonna like, tell everyone it was your idea. <laughs> yeah, because I wanted that like specific one with the Chanel line on it. And yeah. he just liked it. And that was like it. But I didn't. Yeah. It was crazy because if you look at those T-shirts, they're, those aren't lyrics from like the album, I don't think. Yeah, right. I couldn't. The lyrics you're saying, like what was behind Yeah, it? the Yeah, like sometimes I whatever. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. he. Yeah, I have no idea. I, I wanted one of those, though. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah that was. That's pretty much it. I don't, 
I don't like to bother. I, I wouldn't want to bother that man like that. He, he's such a busy like guy and me like DMing him randomly would just be like, would just be weird and just very out of character for me. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, mm -hmm. that's pretty much it with our interactions. Oh, of course. I was going to say, uh, going back to the prior question, um, is there content that, I should say this, are you a bit more hesitant to post a piece of content knowing that he would likely see it? Yeah, for sure. Not that, I think, mm, be more, I, I, I think that's why I don't update as much as I do now. I don't know if you guys have noticed where I, I don't update as much as I would usually, because sometimes I would post like two to three times, like within the day. And I've really like, I've really chopped that down to maybe like once a week or twice, you know, like one or two times within the week. And then I'll kind of just like leave it alone. Um, but yeah, I just try to, I just try to be pure with my intentions with, when I'm posting particular things whether it be videos things like that even like when I do like the questions on my stories I try to be very like precautious with like certain things that I answer because you know he has that ability to view it whenever he feels like it you know and he hasn't so I've been like okay with that but yeah I've been very like precautious and just trying to find things that I feel like are gonna really hit and be very like because it's very out there. So I try to be very like, I try to ease up on it sometimes because mm -hmm. sure. I used to be, you, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, um, I, in the previous episode, Mitch and I talked about why we love Drake. And we're definitely going to get, I would love to, we'd love to know, you know, why you love him. Um, and <clears throat> you talked about, you said the word pure. And I'd say I'd say I'd say an adjective to describe Drake is, is just that. And I think I think a, a big reason why he gravitate gravitated towards your account is because you speak his language of pureness, that there's good intention behind it mm -hmm. because Drake is a good intention man himself. So he right. so he relates to your message. He relates to who you are, who you identify with. Um, and for, and, you know, on that note, um, it would be really cool to hear about just what you love about the boy. <laughs> Man, it's a lot. Um, I just really am appreciative of how he has remained himself more than anything where the industry, media, people just in general, he's still chooses to have that, you know, those same intentions when it comes to things that he does, whether it be music or clothing and things like that. He's always remained himself where like, if you look back like in older interviews or the things that he talks about, it's like, he's really just remained himself. And I think um, that's what I love the most about him um, because he's just, he's just so humble and he's so real and he he's never the type of individual that is you know putting on a face or trying to be something that he's not and I think that's what I like the most about him is that he's just 
he's real. He's too fucking real for people, and and, and people hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, and I'm appreciative of the way that he's come about with music, and how he still. He, I think Drake is a very experimental artist, and I know a lot of people don't say that, but I, I really think that he is. But he's very experimental, but he still has that same like core value when it comes to his music. Where it's just I don't know. He's he's just an artist that I connect with on a different level, where I can relate to him in in certain situations and things like that. That's <laughs> that's really what I love him. He's just real. Like I don't know how else to put it. I don't know how else to to say it. He's probably one of the realest artists and and he's like part of a dying breed now where we're like in a era where people aren't putting out shit that's meaningful and that is just i don't know what the fuck is going on with music now but for him to still put out creative good music that people can still connect to i think is great especially after 10 years the dude is fucking amazing. I, I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> I love everything you just said. And and then to top it off with your point on like on longevity. Mitch and I speak right. about that a good chunk. Uh but I'll but I'll let I'll I'll let Mitch um you know jump jump on it from there. Um I couldn't agree with you more. I agree with everything you said, his honesty, his relatableness, him being himself. And I was just looking up, it just made me find, you, you, you know, you said something about like music today and how everyone's sort of fake or right. just trying to be cool in their own way. Like Drake, mm -hmm. well, for starters, Drake, I think revolutionized music or at least in the rap game where like- Oh, um, absolutely. Even though he's not a rapper, like it's okay to show your feelings and emotions. Right, like, to be vulnerable. Like he, and he made it cool. Um, and I had a other question for you later on that I was going to, I wanted to touch into, um, about like, we're two guys and Drake loves his woman. He loves respecting women. He loves putting women out there, putting them first. Um, so I wanted to get your, your opinion on Drake with that stance. Um, but before that, going into the music, I just wanted to quote a lyric, um, in girls love Beyonce. All my young boys around me saying, get money and fuck these hoes. Where we learn these values. I do not know what to tell you. I'm just trying to find the reason not to go out every evening. He's like, where do we learn these values? That's I need the someone to today is I need someone to do the front with. I know my. Like, you hit the nail on the coffin. It's true. Like, where are these other rappers learning these values? Where are these other rappers coming up with these things? And like, it's okay. You don't have to just talk about, you know, calling girls these words and getting money, you know, which right. he doesn't only talk about. Like he, he had, and another thing you said was the relatableness. Um, you can relate to him. You know, he's a real honest guy. Um, so no, I applaud you on that. And I, I, I agree with your opinion. Um, so going back to the question I asked before, like how, like from a woman's perspective, like, like, does, does Drake like do you really feel that when when Drake really stresses how important it is you know to to 
care for women, to put women out first and, and be appreciative of them? Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think that really stems from the relationship that he, he has with his mother and his grandmother as well, which I know he doesn't speak a lot on, but yeah, I think it's, it's nice to hear nowadays because you don't hear it all the time. So I think with Drake, him consistently, in a sense, uplifting women and empowering them in, you know, the way that he does with his music and whatnot. Um, I think it's really dope to see. And it's really dope to know that he still has that, you know, kind of like thought process or he's mindful of it. So I respect it a lot. And I think that's why women love it so much because he's not always speaking so, you know, it's not so degrading, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think it's very, it's respectful on his part that he still has respect for women. <laughs> he's also a stud. Let's just put it out there, the elf in the room. He's a handsome Absolutely. fellow. He is. <laughs> <laughs> he is. <laughs> he's the man. <laughs> yeah. He does, cool. yeah yeah and yeah he's a respectful guy and I, you're right i i think he does get it from his from his mom from sandra um yeah totally i was gonna say in nice for what like the music video is all about women up right uh, you know like uplifting women and uh maybe in the rap game it's uh it's not always like that um Absolutely. and yeah. i th i'm really it's really it's, it's refreshing to hear this perspective because i don't think I don't think in Mitch and our Drake chat that we have with our guys, like it's just, it's just guys. So we don't really get to hear yeah. that uh, a woman's perspective. So Mitch, really good question. And it's, it's awesome insight to hear from a woman through a woman's lens. Like, you know, what, what, like what, what Drake means to them. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I have another question for you. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I have a thing every few months, every like three months or two months, I'm really hot on one Drake album. Um, right. So I guess the question to you is, are you specifically hot on an album right now? And what is your favorite Drake album, if you have one? I would say definitely CLB more than anything, to be honest with you. I don't listen to a lot of like the newer artists or the new music that's been out. I listened to Adele's album, which I thought was incredible, but... Mm. I don't listen to a lot of new artists. Like I just, like I've said before, like with music now, it's just, it's like so unattached. And it's like, I just, I can't, I can't get into it. <laughs> so yeah. for CLB, it's just something that I've consistently played. I'm like the type of person where, like when CLB initially like first came out, <clears throat> I wasn't listening to it all the time. I'm just like, I'm the type of person where I don't like to, wear out albums especially newer albums that come out so like I wasn't consistently like listening to it all the time so I would come back I'll like play a few songs that I like and then I'll go and I'll play the full album entirely so that's just kind of how I do it with music where I don't tire out or bore an album out because I feel like a lot of people do that where they it's just like consistent 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 playing an album or a song over and over again that it becomes very tiring. I feel like that's why a lot of people don't like particular albums because they played it to the point where it's just like, just fucking dies mm -hmm. <laughs> in a sense. So um, CLB right now is in heavy rotation. 
um as far as my favorite <laughs> I like how you say that I like that heavy rotation I like that yeah so my favorite Drake album is probably it would be it would be nothing was the same and take care oh like God. it would be it was it's nothing was the same and take care it's like at number one sometimes it'll drop depending on like when I'm listening to it or things like that but those are like my top two favorite albums and yeah because I was in high school and take care job and then yeah I, we all were yeah, we all were right mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah and then it was my first semester at college when or no yeah no it was like my second semester in college that nothing was the same and I fucking wore that album <laughs> out when it first came out because I thought it was so good but yeah those are my those are my uh that's my number one nothing was the same and take care mm. I, I know that's not easy to say so much appreciated um yeah touching on touching on high school right I like to say that I mean I say but he Jake talks about it too he made he's made a career off of just being nostalgic that nostalgia right. factor and so I talk about that uh we know when you reflect on the past you think of the good times and so there's a certain level of um, bias that comes along with when I say Take Care is my favorite album, just mm -hmm. because it it takes me back to those days in high school, right? Not to right. say, mm -hmm. not, things, are, things are beautiful and great now, um, just different, um, but, you know, equally as beautiful. It's just that, uh, you know, that, that time and place, you know, the, when you think about a certain song reminds you of a girl you know, you hear a certain right. lyric, it reminds you of a place. It's kind of For like, sure. um, it's kind of like a scent. Like I'm big on scents. I smell right. scents mm -hmm. and I'm like, wow, instantly taken back to a place or, or a person. Um, but that being said, um, I just, I just, I just think that Drake was really in his pocket um, and, and created a, a full encompassing body of work would take care um, that, that really like, that really like brought in the sonics, you know, the beats, uh, the content, the content, the lyrics, all of it felt in line. Um, whereas, you know, you know, the most recent album, let's just compare quickly. And I don't like to do the whole comparison thing, like one yeah. better than mm -hmm. the other much. Uh, I, I, I am critical of Drake though. I am. And I, and I say that, Oh no, yeah, absolutely. Yep. And so I say I, that, I... <laughs> yeah, as we should be, cause you know, um, we, we, we just want the best. And so, you know, yeah. we're going to, we're, we're going to, we're going to reach for that. I think COB, you know, missed the mark on certain, um, on certain ends. Um, you know, I talk about a little bit in the previous, previous episode, uh, some of the features maybe weren't to my liking or I yeah. felt like there were songs that just didn't really fit that CLB genre as a whole. Um, mm -hmm. any, any hot takes, Mitch loves a good hot take. Mitch has hot takes for days. Any hot takes <laughs> on CLB? You can say you better it, say it. You better say it. <laughs> you better say it. <laughs> the, um, there's a few. <laughs> yeah okay. that work so i i don't like fucking fans i don't really the first <laughs> you, don't, you don't like the second half 
150 on. I like the second half, but that Yee. first half, he could have kept it, to be honest. I just, I don't know. Like, I think we all know who he's. The story that he's talking about is kind of like tired. Because if you kind of really go into depth with it, he's, I don't want to get like into his personal life, but <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It just came off like really whiny. Like, you know. I, I agree like, I with, just, you with that part. The first Mitch, you said that. You said I it was whiny. The, yeah. the, first, the first half, he sounds more like Chris Brown than Drake. I'm like, right. what did you do? Which I didn't really. You weren't being Yeah, Drake. I didn't enjoy it. That's but why the I second love half the second is, half. That's why I love this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love the second half. Um, Groundbreaking I stuff. Like, I love, I love I, the transparency here. I do not like I Miss You Too. Mm. I didn't at first. I don't know. I just feel like it just, I don't know. Like, I, I enjoy, like, I've listened to Kid Cudi stuff, and I enjoy it to a certain extent. I just felt like I was back like in the freaking early 2010s because like when you see Drake and Kid Cudi, it, it like, like you said, Josh, it brings back like a sense of nostalgia. Mm. But why do it now? <laughs> you know, and, and I get like I there was a beef and there was like, you know, they had fallen out at some point. So it was just a little, it was, it was a little off-putting to put that particular song on the album. I would have probably liked it or enjoyed it if it were like on Kid Cudi's album because I feel like that's a very Kid Cudi-like song and it I don't know he just felt really out of place and I just Mm. I I didn't like it (laughs) I agree similar similar to that um being out of place Mitch and I both felt that Knife Talk um is 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 again out of place um even even wait what well, yeah. you don't think so? One of my, one of what, that's one of my what, favorite records. Oh wait, I, I'm I'm not talking about. I'm just talking about out of place because you said out of place. I'm just. Do you think out it's of out of place on the album? I think so. 100%. I think I think it doesn't fit the CLB genre. And then two, it even was put out after the album that it was uh, a and 21 it. beat. It was it was a metro metro made it for 21. You called it, Mitch. And Drizzy's like, "Yo, 21, I need that beat." And so, you know, he put, so just put on his album. That's all I was saying. Um, but if you, if you do want to know, I, I'm not a fan of Knife Talk either. <laughs> I'm going to get heat from the guys because they always rip on me. But yeah. Uh-huh, I don't know. No, Street knife- say that's, that's, that's his favorite song off the album. You didn't hear that from me. That's whose favorite song? Drake's. Really? So I posted, I mean- so I posted this thing. It was around Astro Fest and my condolences and my prayers go out to the lives that were lost. So I made this post on House of Drake. It's still up there. And I was like, mm. I was like, I don't know. It, feels, it seems like the boy's favorite song off of CLB is Knife Talk. And sure enough, he liked it. And I was like, that's all I needed to know. That was my oh, confirmation. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. My so, yeah. opinion on it is that it's a good song. I just don't think, I think it's more of a 21 song with a Drake feature than a Drake I can song see that. with a 21 feature. That's my. That was my concern. Also, didn't really fit the vibe. Listen, I know Drake could do it, so why not do it? He sounds good. He does a great job. He's the man. Um, right. I heard Poppy's outside, but like, really, like, I I don't know. That that was my take on it. Like personally, between the Kid Cudi 
feature or or even the 21 feature. Um, and like, listen, Mr. Right Now is unbelievable. All the other features they've done together um, before More Life, that song is un unbelievable. Uh, but I was what, what, what I'm trying to get to is like, I wish like Justin Bieber was on that. That's such a CLB. Really? Vibe. They're two Canadians or the two top Canadians artists, mm -hmm. arguably, both from Toronto. They don't really have, they have one song together isn't really anything like put it on an album jb's such a lover boy also in his yeah. own way um or at least have the weekend like you have to have you got to get some OVOXO back you know what i mean like i don't know personal take i mean we don't need to dwell on it that much but yeah yeah i would have loved to see like maybe party because i know he wrote on oh he he wrote on oh. um fucking fans which is like nuts to me how he didn't have a feature on the album but I yeah. would have loved to see um, Breezy on the album too. Yeah, that would have been. Those were my calls. Yes, yes, that and the weekend too. I'm not a big fan of the weekend. I, like a lot of his like older stuff, I'm, I've really been into, but like his mm. newer stuff, I just there's like a disconnect. I don't know, but yeah. that would have been yeah. dope to see, knowing that they've had their falling outs and whatnot. And yeah, I know it would have been sure. it would have been a great thing for the city. Yep. Yeah. So, so those were a couple of hot takes. Any any other hot take? Favorite covers? songs, at least. Favorite songs? Other. I don't like Girls Want Girls. <laughs> I don't know if that's a hot take, but. <laughs> <laughs> and I and you only live twice. I like those are the songs that I would like mainly skip. Those like, are skips. Those are skips for me for sure. Um, as far as like favorite records on CLB. Champagne poetry, and let me tell you a story about Hit champagne me. poetry. Love a good story. I knew about champagne poetry before I knew about champagne poetry. And let me tell you why. So I have people that contact me, and there was this girl who's from Toronto. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to, I'm not gonna name any names or anything crazy like that. And there was this, she sent me this video of this girl playing um, what is it? What is it? Navajo by Masego, which Drake samples for champagne poetry. And she goes, this is on his album. And I'm like, huh? Like, what do you, mind you, this was September, 2020. This was like after Laugh Now Cry Later. She was like, this is on his album. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, no one's like, you know, cause I'm not, you know, I'm like, no, this is like, this is Navajo by Masego, da da da. He's like, well, he had, he had invited some people over and I guess apparently he had played portions of the album and Navajo by Masego, essentially champagne poetry. Wow. He played for like, I guess it was like a group of friends of his. I don't know. Apparently she knew somebody that was at the house at the time that he played champagne poetry for them. When I hit play on that song, I lost my mind because it was like, there's no way. And it's the first song. I, and it's the first song. And I immediately danced her. I was like, girl, you were right. Like, I don't. And she was like, she was like, oh, yeah. Like, and I didn't believe her for a second. And, I'm, and I remember, like, when she was telling me, I was like, I'll take your word for it. Because you, you, ne you never know. Like, you know, people know shit. And she was right. That shit played. Wow. And I lost it. That's <laughs> wild. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we all we all did the second we heard that. 
I love you, I love you. <laughs> and, and that, and the way he flipped that, what, who was it? The Beatles, Michelle by the Beatles, I think it's who Masego sampled. Yeah. For yeah, Navajo. It's just nuts how he flipped it like that. And mm-hmm. yeah. So Champagne Poetry is one of my favorites. Mm. Um, Get Along Better is wild to me because I remember hearing the leak of it. It was like a like a like a five, six second leak. Mm. And it was like, and I get along better with your friends. And I was like, man, I want this, like leak it out, like please. And he put it on the album. And I was just like, yo, crazy. Race My Mind is another one. It's crazy because mm. yeah. Are you a, are you a, a do you like actually try to find leaks? I have a guy who sends me leaks. Oh okay. <laughs> so like, but a lot like I have a file full of like leaks, like yep. shit from like early two thousands, tens and whatnot. So I don't actively look for them. One of my favorite leaks that I really wish that he would have dropped is Vital. Yep. The, to oh, know is yeah it's crazy because that record is like a five-year-old record because mm-hmm. he was playing he would he was performing portions of that song on the uh boy meets world tour like overseas mm-hmm. there's like video of him like performing like portions of it it's crazy mm-hmm. because he, the preacher that he sampled is from it's from a netflix show Really? which is nuts i want to i can't remember i think it was called like football you was like like those like d3 d2 like college uh-huh. yeah. so it was like it was from like around it was like from around like that time it was like the earlier seasons and he took a sample from it which i thought was fucking like nuts um yeah i what is it what is this all all love the one with Jay. Yeah. Yeah. I like that record. I I just wish he would have kept like the leaked version of it. I don't really I mean I like Jay's like verse on it, but I really because I've listened to the original version, I've liked it so much better. But yeah. I like Fair Trade too. That sample is nuts. The mountain sample. Oh. Nuts. Oh my gosh. And that's one of my favorite records. So when he sampled that, I, yeah. Uh, Mitch and I both agree that um, it's one of, one of his best, except for the (sighs) Travis does too much. I feel like, uh, Mm -hmm. I don't know. He's trying to do too much. They're trying to recreate some sicko mode type of energy when you know, it, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't the right play. I, 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 I think it was, uh, I don't know. I think it was distracting to hear rather like, yeah, it was because it was I like, don't know. I don't know. I feel like, like a, yeah, I, I'm thinking like a company, you know, off of yeah, it's yeah. too late would be just that more encompassing of that, of that type of energy. Um, but again, I, I think I could be a little overly critical, but it's just because I love the voice so much. Um, right. Recently, we saw uh, a picture with Kanye and Drake, um, you know, to get together for this concert coming up. Right. Um, yeah. And that's where we're at right now. 
give me your take. Drake is a, I've come to realize, and I guess have come to terms that Drake is always going to be a very forgiving man, a forgiving individual. So, um, yeah, I thought I always thought it was like inevitable. Like I knew at some point it was going to happen. So it really didn't come as a shock to me. I kind of look back on his other like beefs with other people. And like, I kind of always felt like that would, that like those beefs were going to be inevitable too, that at some point it was going to be squashed because I think Jake is the type of individual where he, he doesn't like to hold grudges. I think it weighs on his like, his mind. So I, I wasn't really shocked by it. I know a lot of people were shocked, but I just like I just had this feeling that it was gonna happen eventually. So it, it didn't shock me that much. Yeah. Yeah, I I I agree. I think Drake is just like a bigger person, like willing to like, you know, like just try to put it aside, sort of give Kanye like more of like another chance. Um I mean, obviously he broke some big news um, that he was hoping, you know, to save for his album and all that stuff. Right. Um, mm-hmm. You know, which Scorpion obviously dedicates a lot to, you know, his son. Um, has a whole song on it, mentions a son a lot in the, in the, throughout the album. Um, mm-hmm. I thought, you know why I thought I, Drake did this? And I could be completely wrong. I thought he did this for just the music industry as a whole. I thought he like, no, I'm going to be the bigger person. I'm just going to let this one go. You know, he, he used to really, he still does, I'm sure, idolize EA for all the things he's done for himself. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and he like, said it. So, <laughs> yeah, of course. So, like, I think that played a big role. But I do think there was real beef. Like, maybe like the Meek beef was a little bit more like, you know, trying to publicity stunt ish. Um, that may be a hot take too. But, you know, like, back to back came on drake got some noise like whatever um mm-hmm. but this but this i think was real beef and it was a hard pill to swallow but you know drake was just being a bigger person um, right so i think that's what it was you know and i think it was very very nice for him to, to bring into his house um and do all that. right even after he leaked his address leaked <laughs> nuts Literally. but yeah josh you have anything else to add before we ask a last question nothing for me um, so before we close out here, um, we would just want to know what, what does Drake mean to you? Oh man, that's hard. What does he mean to me? I think Drake as an individual has inspired me to live my life, I guess, as freely as possible and to kind of live, I guess, with no regrets. I think, and to be very head on and very hardworking with the things that I want to do in my life, because I, I've seen it, I've seen where he started and I've seen where he's at now. And it's just an inspiring thing to see, to see that everything that he's spoken into, you know, like he's just spoken his entire life into existence. And I think that's just such an an inspiring thing and so i think that's what he just he just inspires me to to just be as real as possible 
I think that's what I guess you can kind of say that's what he means to me. He means, you know, to be real, to be honest, to be free and to be just to be who you are. Because mm. I feel like he he lives he he doesn't put on this like facade that he's something that he's not. I think he he really lives in his truth, whether you guys whether you know we as a people agree with it or not he's very real and he's very honest with himself so yeah that's what he means to me i'll double down on everything you said and i'm happy that drake was even able to bring the three of us together to do this you know wow drake, well said drake brings very drake well brings said yes people I'm... from all over um together and you know that's that's another beautiful factor about it Next, next, uh, next up, we're we're going to Toronto and we're just gonna vibe out by the CN Tower. How about OVO it? Yo Fest. Yeah, 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 something like <laughs> For that. For sure. I swear, I swear, I'm ready to move to Toronto and just catch vibes. I don't know about moving to Toronto, but I'll go to. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Thank you so much, Deja, again for coming on. We really enjoyed listening to your perspective on Drake, your own personal experiences and stories, and getting to know you. Everyone, please follow her account on Instagram, H A U S of Drake, House of Drake. I promise you won't regret it. As you know, you guys can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or watch us on YouTube. To any other Drake fans out there, please don't hesitate to reach out. We'd love to have some more people and special guests on the pod. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Now let's all admit it. We drunk DM Drake just how Drake drunk text Jayla.